are listening to Up To Me Radio, the best in inspirational talk radio. It's up to me. It's up to me to be the very best I can be. And it's up to you. The Up To Me Magazine show is your inspirational go-to platform for behind-the-scenes with industry professionals and talent in Christian entertainment and successful small businesses. So whether you like to talk a lot like me or you're just a great listener, please join me in my virtual Gabby G Cafe and be inspired along with me as I introduce to you each morning another fabulous guest to inspire and educate you. Each week, I will welcome our guests and invite you to join me in conversations on diverse topics that relate to our journeys in awakening and living in our life purpose. I'm blessed and humbled to be a part of this Christ-led team, and I do not take this opportunity to serve as your host for granted. Here at Up To Me Magazine, we love to encourage and empower each other to be the best that we can be. So this program is truly meant to be a platform of voices to be heard and expressed in a safe and non-judgmental environment. Our podcast can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to your other favorite podcasts. Simply search for Up To Me Radio. We encourage you to visit our website at www.up2meradio.com and go to my Up To Me magazine show page to subscribe for updates, free gifts, sponsor promotions, and more. Stay connected with us on Facebook and Instagram at Up To Me Radio. Well, thank you all so much for joining me this morning. During a time where I know most of you are finally able to enjoy some time to travel with your family and friends, just to reconnect and refresh your relationships from this past difficult year. One of the relationships I felt needed refreshing was my relationship with the Holy Spirit. Maybe some of you, like me, had been feeling maybe a little battle-weary from events and some personal loss during this time. One day, I received a gift in the mail. It was a book called Drafted, wow, by my very special guest this morning. That name intrigued me. The Holy Spirit must have directed her to send it to me because as I opened the envelope, I saw the words on the jacket cover, you have been chosen for a war already won. The battle is to believe it. 
Each chapter offers insights, truths, and instruction to equip and encourage and to recognize that God sent us a helper called the Holy Spirit, and we are not alone to fight in the everyday battles of this world. Jordan Oliver is the co-founder of Triple Braided Cord Company, a prophetic ministry of intercessory prayer and healing, along with her two sisters, Madison and Taylor Oliver, to equip people with knowledge about the Holy Spirit. Their mission is to encourage people to activate the Holy Spirit through surrender, obedience, and recognizing the voice of God in the everyday. She is a graduate with a double major in communications and religion from High Point University and is an ordained minister and certified spiritual life coach from iCoach Life in Nashville, Tennessee. She is also a freelance writer, web designer, and professional speaker, and has recently appeared as a guest with her sisters on His Glory TV with Pastor David Scarlett. I have asked Jordan to be with us this morning to talk about her book, Drafted, and her spirit-led journey with her sisters on their 12 states mission called Tour for the Nation. Please help give me a very warm welcome to Jordan Oliver. Good morning, Jordan. Good morning, Gail. Thank you so much. What an honor to be here this morning. I am really looking forward to our time together. Well, I know that you are literally in hot Holy Spirit demands. <laughs> I, <laughs> you are. And so I just really thank you so much um, that you could take the time to be with us here today and talk about your incredible journey. Um, I was so impressed. I was reading your book. And... Um, just the title grabbed me when, like I was saying in my intro, like when I open the envelope and I see drafted, like I'm like, whoa, like, and you are chosen for a battle that's already won. Now, to me, that was, that really just made me open it right up and sit down and start reading. <laughs> um, oh. It's just so, it's, um, it's so led by the Holy Spirit from from cover to cover. And so I just, before we dive into that, though, I, I wanted to begin by introducing you to our listeners and just going over some of your early background. So you and your two twin sisters, Madison and Taylor, have the gift of prophecy and discernment. Um, can you describe um, this gifting for, uh, it, this might be a topic that's uh, new to some listeners today. So if you could describe what it means to be prophetic and have you always had this gifting? Sure, absolutely. And, you know, I'm, I'm really glad that you are because this is one thing we have seen on our journey as we have shared our story with so many people in all different parts of their journey in, in faith. And we have seen that um, it is such an interest. People want to know what is this gift of prophecy? How are, what does it mean when you're hearing the voice of God? And so um, this is such a great question. And honestly, Gail, this has been an unfolding learning journey for us, uh, even to this day. I mean, we're about eight years into this, I would say, from the day where, where we say we were called, which was back in 2013. And when I say called, I just mean that's the day where the three of us individually, we were just talking to each other and said we each were feeling that the Lord was speaking to us and, and calling us to do something together, but we didn't know what that looked like. And up until that point, we grew up in a Christian home. We are, our parents definitely um, 
it made it very clear that the most important thing was our relationship with Jesus. Like that was, that was just stressed. But none of us really knew what the gifts of the Holy Spirit were. We did not grow up learning what that was. And I would say it was actually when each of us, and I'm about two and a half years older than my sisters, um, but when each of us were in college is when we started experiencing these gifts without knowing that they were the gifts at that time. My one sister, Madison, in our prayer time was starting to have visions, which is basically just seeing a picture in your mind. And, you know, it was very clear. It was a very clear picture. And then when it would always be backed up by scripture, when either me or my other sister, Taylor, when we were reading the Bible, after Madison would tell us something she saw, oftentimes we would find it in scripture in in one way or another, and then it would be interpreted for us. And so I say the visions is definitely one of the, the gifts that helps us with the prophetic gift. Um, my sister Taylor, her she's very strong in interpretation. She would get all of a sudden sometimes just really through the Holy Spirit, kind of supernaturally would just be given revelation and insight into the things that it, Madison and I were, were seeing. And I was having dreams at the time. And so I would wake up and I'd say, girls, I, I had this dream last night, and I know that this had to be from God. This is definitely beyond me. It's, it means something deeper. And I think that's how we really started to distinguish that what we were seeing wasn't just of our own selves, because that is, that's a very common thing that even we, you know, want to make sure every time we receive a message or get a download, as, as we like to say, is that we need to make sure this is, is coming from God and not coming from ourselves. And as we, because we had the three of us, it, we were able to confirm that God was able to, to use each other to confirm a similar message. And like I said, that's oftentimes through scripture. It needs to be backed by scripture. Um, and then really bringing in other, other people outside of yourself to confirm that, yes, I think this could be from God. Or maybe you want to look into that a little a little more and, and just discern more carefully because it might not be. And that was kind of the beginning of us receiving just this divine download. And what we started realizing is that these messages, even though we were each kind of receiving them in our own way, they were all connected and it all had to do with healing. And often we would receive individual messages for for people that had to do with with their healing, whether it was physical healing, emotional healing. Um, A a lot of times I'd say more so than not, the messages we've received for people have had to do with emotional healing. And so little by little, as we would become more confident in this and sharing what we were seeing with people who the messages were for be confirmed. And we were starting to see that by relaying these messages, the Holy Spirit was bringing healing to people. And so we were confident to just continue following whatever we were receiving. And that was honestly one step led to the next. And the one thing that the three of us felt God was speaking to us, although he was telling us about we were, you know, he was calling us into healing in some way, he was really making it strong that we were going to have some kind of a, of a business together. 
And so for the first three years of us pursuing these, you know, the voice of God, I always say, we were really targeting, um, trying to have a coffee shop, bakery, that kind of a thing. We wanted a, a business like that where we could bring our faith and be with people and kind of bring it into the everyday. And that's from then, that was the starting point. But God just took it from there and unfolded this into this now healing ministry that we never would have imagined having, uh, never. This this is just beyond anything we could have imagined. So with the healing that takes place, uh, I know that you have, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but you have like a, a ministry at your house. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. So, and you pray for people. You have intercessory prayer and healing. And um, so, when this healing takes place, is this something that's of a physical nature? Like, does it astound you? Do you feel like, or have you seen um, healing? If it's emotional healing, maybe it's like a word of knowledge that you give to someone, and then they confirm yeah. that that's something they've been struggling with, and they're healed through that. Or is there physical uh, healing? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know what? We have honestly seen a little bit of everything. And that has been the coolest part about this journey is that one of the main things God told me from the beginning is do not get stuck in, in one way of of thinking that this is going to go one way. Like you're going to have a healing ministry and you're going to see all physical healings or you're going to just always get these prophetic words for people. It's different with every single person and we have been given words and that's one of the I'd say that's one of the fruits of the prophetic gifting is that like I said my sister Madison has visions well I am definitely someone who gets words more often I'd say I get words more than the the pictures that she sees and so yes I have had words for people and they have two my sisters have two and we would you know it's kind of like the Lord just immediately brings it to your mind. He just immediately, if you're praying with somebody, he'll just say they need to hear this. And then when, when we would share that, we would see that it really touched their heart or it really brought them joy or, or peace or whatever, or freedom, you know, deliverance. Freedom. Allowing mm. the freedom. Freedom is a main, is a, one of the biggest words I'd say that, that is um, the core of, of healing, of all of this. It's bringing freedom. And um, so, yes, we've seen a lot of things we've seen. Because when when God first said you're going to have a healing ministry, we were expecting, oh, yes, we're going to lay hands on people and see them get out of wheelchairs, you know, with miraculous healing, which are absolutely possible. And we have seen some of those. But what he showed us is that, a lot of the time, not all the time, but a lot of the time, physical healings come after emotional healings. I was just going to ask you that. Yes, yes. That is what we learn through the journey of just praying over so many people and sometimes, honestly, not seeing anything. And sometimes, you know, you, you do see something, but it's not what you expect. And so we've learned to stop really expecting a certain thing because only God knows. We just show up as the vessel and say, Lord, Mm. if this person just needs to hear, some people just need to hear their purpose. 
And we have found that just hearing their purpose or like knowing that they have a purpose spoken over them and knowing coming from the Lord, you know, none of this is coming from us. As I said, we're just vessels. But knowing it's coming from the Lord, that brings the ultimate deliverance and sets people free from a lot of um, maybe wrong thinking that they've come into agreement with throughout their life because of things said to them or done to them. And so, yep, it's just, it's honestly just different for everybody. But um, we have seen physical healings. We have seen the, the deliverances. It's just a little bit of everything. <laughs> it just blows my mind when I think, you know, it's just um, the beautiful thing about that is I I just love that. I just want to touch on that word freedom um, just to back up a little bit about that because I think the freedom in that is that is for people knowing that the Lord knows them by name and the Lord knows every little tiny thing about them and that word that he gives you for them that allows them to know that they know that they know that the Lord knows them by name and knows their heart and knows what they need to be released. Like you said, you know, maybe they believed a lie their whole lives about themselves or about their destiny or about their purpose. Or maybe they just wonder, do I even have one? Maybe they've been going through, like I have in my journey all these years as well, like do I have a purpose? Or sometimes there's seasons for our purposes and stuff. And so, you know, I was a stay-at-home mom for years. And then, you know, when my son went off, um, you know, to, into high school, um, and then to college, you go, okay, well, you know, you feel like not that you stop being a mom your whole life because <laughs> you're a mom your whole life, but, you know, your your training and your um, for your child um, in that season um, as you're raising them and all and they're becoming their own person and their adults, um, then you go, now, you know, okay, I raised, my, I raised my child, now what do I do? So that's kind of what I struggled with in my 50s. And so um, just to hear, and, and the Lord sent three people to me in different areas of my life within a year to speak to me myself what I needed to hear, and it did free me up. So when you were saying that, that happened to me. And wow. I just think it's, he sent three different people and um in very in various ways and in different locations throughout the year um to give me a word and one was a man that he just came up to me in church and he pointed to me and the lord said he said to tell you you have a future mm. <laughs> you know, and you just want to uh-huh. cry because you're like oh, yeah what yeah and just in different ways you know the lord does that so um i love that you have an entire ministry and how cool is it that he uses the three to bounce off each other. Like that's the coolest thing to me is that one has visions, one has the gift of interpretation, and one has dreams. And so please talk about um, the evolution then of your company, Triple Braided Cord, and the name and the logo, because I believe um, the evolution of that um, is very significant. Yes. Oh, yes, it is. And it is so exciting to me to talk about this because we just actually came out with our logo. We we just finally pinpointed this down and we knew this is us. And I will, I will come to that in a minute, but let me, let me just backtrack a little bit more to the evolution. So we were experiencing, get receiving these messages for people. And like I said, this is around 2013 to about 2016. And around 2016, 
we started feeling the Lord telling us that we were going to go somewhere. He was going to send us somewhere in terms of moving. And we're from Maryland, around the Baltimore area. So we're all of our family is from Maryland, all of our friends. We have very strong communities here. We just thought there, it doesn't even make sense that God would send us somewhere out to kind of launch us where this is where we're, we're known. And so through people, through d- different connections, we ended up moving to Nashville, Tennessee in 2017. Mm. And another, another prophetic thing I, I love to share, especially um, when teaching people about how to recognize God's voice, is numbers are very important. They can relate the pattern of God's voice to you, and numbers have a lot of significant meaning. And I'll never forget, we moved to Nashville on 7 Oh, wow. July 7th, 2017, and the number seven in the Bible is the number of completion. And so we knew, and we did not even plan that. That's the other thing. When you're trying to discern God's voice, you have to, you cannot manipulate it. It has to, it has to come from, you know, it has to happen in a way where you know your hands were not a part of it. And we had actually had our moving day a couple days earlier, like around the 5th, and because of our car broke down, Random things that happen, we end up there on seven seven seventeen. So that's just a neat sidebar. So we moved to Nashville, and we thought at this point, our our for our business, our ministry, we were still set on we're going to have a, a a coffee shop, and you know we're going to have this more. It kind of evolved into wanting more of a retreat space uh, that you know would be kind of unique, and so. We actually met other people in Nashville with a very similar vision for that. And that is what, that's kind of what gave us the confidence to go. We knew we weren't really alone. And so we moved there. And looking back now, we, we lived there for about a year and a half. We can see that God took us there, not so much to, to you know, make that, that retreat space, that coffee shop happen, but more so to build us up in our prophetic giftings because it was there where we met people who taught us about what oh, we were wow. experiencing. We got involved with prophetic churches that explained the, the spiritual and when you're operating in the spiritual and how, you know, just really how to use our gifts. And so we realized God was preparing us for the ministry before the business side came. And so then here is where he totally took our, our ideas into a whole new level, onto a whole new level. When I woke up in the middle of the night, this was back in 2018, so it was February 7th, again, another 7, February 7th, 2018, and I wake up in the middle of the night, and the Lord downloads a word to me, and the only way I can describe this is I, I, I write a lot, Clearly, I have my book, but I've always been a writer. I just love to write, and I do feel that that's a gift God's given me where the Holy Spirit works through me. And so as I'm writing, I know these thoughts are not my thoughts. And I am writing out this word from the Lord where he is saying the United States is sick. It is a sick nation, and it is about to undergo heart surgery in the spiritual. Like God is saying he's about to perform heart surgery on this nation. And he gives me 12 particular states with a word, a prophetic word for each state. And never had any of us received a word 
for the nation before. Uh, the words we had received were always for individual people. So I wake up and show this to my sisters, and we say, we have no idea. We don't know what to do with this. You know, this is, but this is from the Lord. We'll wait and see. And it was from that that eventually the Lord then told us to move back home for the year 2019 and that that was going to be our mission for 2019 is he wanted us to travel to one of these states each month of that year and host intercessory prayer gatherings for that state and its word and the healing of the nation. And that is how our then our triple braided cord evolved into more of this intercessory prayer ministry because that's what we were doing. We were all in. That's what we were doing full time. And it really, God really took this to another level, I'd say, in that year. Well, so, I love how oh, well, we use the three of you as a triple braid. Like, I just think that's like such a cool play on words. I want to say a play on words, but it's biblical because, you know, it's based on, um, is it Ephesians 4? 4.12, yes. Yeah, the triple braided cord, that's right. That's awesome. It's not easily broken. I just love that because the three of you are that triple braided cord and your sisters, and I just think it's amazing. So, but I want to talk about that some more, but um, I really want to treat our audiences um, at first, um, first to, I want to play a short trailer that I, that I chose from your documentary. So we're going to listen to that, um, and then we'll come back and talk a little bit more about it. Great. Tick-tock, says the Lord. It's time to take the blood pressure of the United States, for it is rising. It is August 5th. We are standing on the top of uh, Hollywood Mountains. It is September, September 6th, 2019. We are in Minnesota. It's our last day. October 6th, 2019. Chicago, Illinois. December 29th, 2019 at Rockefeller Center. 2020 oh is going to be today. today Supernatural year, unlike anything yeah, like that anything the we've world ever seen. has ever seen Thank before. Thank you, Jesus. I know a lot of work was done in those five states that I was a part of. I get, I, I, I can imagine all twelve. You know what, what's going to come from this is going to be very powerful to see God's hand work and and show everyone just the full meanings in, in time from from what those prayers did. Every time I hear this trailer, I get chills all down my body because I can feel the presence of the Lord in it and through your voice as you're speaking um, in that. And I can, and I just want to preface this by saying that I can assure everyone that this mission um, is authentic from the Lord. I was blessed to participate in Nashville because I happened to be in town um, myself um, with Julie, who you heard. Um, that was Julie Silcott. Um, she was, she had been to dates with them um, in the intercessory prayer, and. So I can attest to the Holy Spirit presence and revelation that we received for that state when I was a part of that in um, in Nashville. So, Jordan, let's just, you know, I'm sorry to interrupt. I just wanted to um, just kind of elaborate on that just to let people know that this is authentic here. <laughs> it was it's like amazing Holy Spirit-filled time. And I'm just blown away by how you are able and your sisters were able to have the courage and the strength to walk out your faith through trust in the Lord. Because you had to, you didn't have any details about 
which states, how you're going to get there. You know, you have finances you have to worry about, gas, food, venues where you're going to hold it, resources for food. And um, can you describe, you know, at least one example of how the Lord supplied your needs in a particular state that kind of stands out to you in that? Yes. Oh, this. I look back, I still, the three of us think back to that year and think, what in the world happened? (laughs) I mean, we can't even believe it, honestly. It was so beyond us. And that was, uh, and I am going to say one particular thing, but I just have to say this first, is that right before when the Lord revealed this was our mission for 2019, he said, go as the disciples. Do not worry about money. Do not worry about food or where you will stay. The right doors will open to you, and you will know you will know that it's me. I will make the way for you. Just go as the doors open and watch what happens. And that was so clear. His voice, the way the way that 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 was spoken to us. And so, honestly, as crazy as this would sound, if you when you're like thinking, oh my gosh, you're just hearing this and you're just going to blindly go. As you know, as crazy as that might sound, it it made so much sense to us because God, He was He was He did give us a mission. This mission was pretty clear with these twelve states and I'll, the the example. I'll say this was in the very beginning of how He started providing for us. Was state number two was South Carolina, and Maryland was our first state. We said. We weren't sure if God wanted us to do it in the order that the states were given because Minnesota was actually first. But we oh said, my Lord, we're, like, we're sorry, Lord. We're just moving back from Nashville to Maryland right now at the very beginning of 2019. We're going to stay in Maryland for the first month. So we did Maryland first, and then South Carolina was next. And that was one of the ways God provided was it was literally one state at a time through maybe one person at the at the gathering we had who would then give us our connection to the next state and the next gathering. And that's how wow. we chose the order of the state. It was depending upon who kind of opened the door for us. And so we, we finished Maryland in January, and the South Carolina state was next. And the only person we knew there was our cousin who was in college at the time. And we're thinking, okay. It's just going to be the three of us and our cousin in a dorm room praying for South Carolina, then, then okay, well, we will do it. But I was at a doctor's appointment right before, at the end of January, and I'm telling my doctor all about this mission, and she is so interested, and she's like, where are you going next? And I said, well, South Carolina, where we, that's what's highlighted to us. We think that's where we have to go. And she said, oh, my gosh. She said, half of my practice is in Charleston. I have a home there that anyone you want can stay in. And I also have, yes, (laughs) and she said, I also have a connection in a pretty big church there who I'm sure she could get some people together for you to pray with. We show up to Charleston, first of all, staying in my doctor's house, which we can't believe that one, and then we show up to this church, and 40 people are there waiting to pray for the state oh of my South Carolina. Goodness. We did not know one of them. We did not know one of them. Oh, it was, my goodness. God is <laughs> and so amazing. God, he's amazing, and he really set us up early to, to trust that, okay, Lord, if you gave us this, you will provide. And each state was literally like that. And I another confirmation he gave us in South Carolina 
was in the prophecy, the Lord refers to these 12 states as treasure chests that need to be unlocked to bring out the healing. And when we, the room that was secured for us for the prayer gathering at this church in South Carolina, when we get in this room, there is one little thing sitting on the little stage area, and it was a treasure chest. No. Yes. Who yes. put that there? We have no idea. It was, I think it this room was used for a children's ministry room. I mean, it wasn't. <laughs> I it, love the there Lord. There was nothing else there. There was <laughs> nothing else but one treasure chest, and we're all getting around and taking selfies with the treasure chest because you can't make this up. I mean, this no. is the way God confirms. So that, that was really neat. But I, there are stories after stories of the provision just financially and us people opening their homes that we had never met before and saying, come stay with us. And it was just so God and so um, safe. And you just, you knew it was right. You knew it was right. Mm. Well, we're going to have to hold that thought. That is so amazing. And you talk um, a lot about your experiences through this um, in your book. And so we're going to hold that thought because we have to take a short commercial break. And then when we return, we're going to talk more with you about your book, Drafted. Um, And if you have any questions or comments for Jordan, you can call in about um, 1045 at 347-324-5246 and press the number one to come on air. And we'll be right back with Jordan Oliver co-founder of Triple Braided Core Company and author of her book, Drafted. I want to get back to being in my community group. I want to continue having a soccer season. So I can throw parties again. <laughs> so I can go to her parties. <laughs> It'd really be nice to dine in instead of getting delivery for a change. So I can feel safe and protected for myself and my students. We each have our own reason for why we're getting vaccinated against COVID-19. What will yours be? Visit GetVaccineAnswers.org for information on the COVID-19 vaccines. It's up to you. Brought to you by the Ad Council. And we're back with Jordan Oliver. Jordan, your book draft is such an intriguing read. I just went, like I said before, I just went from chapter to chapter. <laughs> In the back of the book, um, I love that you have you have several pages so that the reader can take notes, which you'll definitely want to do. And everything I love about this book is based on scripture. It's coupled with your own life lessons and encounters, and it gives so much revelation. Tell us about the premise for this book, and again, how your writing journey began with that. So was it based off of your tour? So this actually was not based off the tour. I began writing Drafted seven years ago, about seven years ago, right when I graduated college. And the funny thing about this, And the way I know that this was just Holy Spirit-led and God had this planned for such a time as this, literally, is because when I started this, it was just going to be for fun. I was just writing for fun and doing it really as a gift for my brother. uh, My sisters and I have a younger brother, Cameron, and I was writing it for him for when he graduated high school. And that's just the way I I loved – 
I was pretty crafty and loved to, you know, just make my own books and things and give them as gifts to people. And so I'm thinking, I always, it was so easy to write for girls all the time. And when he came around, I'm like, how am I going to write for a boy? I need a, <laughs> I need a, a boyish theme. And that is honestly how the military drafted theme came to be. And we just, my whole family laughs because no one in our family is in the, the, the military or even the police force. No, no one is, is into that. So I just, you know, the Lord just gave me this. And little by little, it started out it started out so different than where it is now, of course, because through the years, I just, through what I learned, I was able to add, and I knew that God was taking this and making it into something that was going to be shared with more people. And when I realized that for the year, it was, it was in 2020, last year, right the same month that the pandemic broke out in March is when I published this. Not, again, not having planned that at all, but I knew God planned it because this book en ended up being all about just recognizing God's voice in the everyday. It's kind of the, the beginnings of how my sisters and I started hearing the Lord and our gifts. And then really it goes into how we can recognize Satan's schemes in the everyday in just the spiritual battle that we're constantly living in in life and how the Holy Spirit equips us to discern those schemes and then ultimately conquer them. And I just thought, wow, what a year, 2020, that the Lord would have this released when we are entering one of the biggest spiritual battles that yeah. you know, our, our lifetime has seen. So that was how it kind of began. It really helped me as well because um... – up to me radio we had a um we had a big um three part series on the pandemic and um it's very uplifting and 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 spiritual and um we had a very practical on some on some like we had doctors on to talk about you know the the physical um parts of it and and to educate us on the on the um coronavirus and things like that but but also we touched on um you know how it how is it spiritually affecting everyone and you know we weren't any exception as hosts of the show and um we we all went through our own personal you know uh things with this we we lost loved ones and and just different things from it so um, and because of it, and just a lot of loss during that time. And so it was a battle to remember and stay in prayer, stay focused on the Lord, stay focused on the Holy Spirit. And then we shared how the Lord um, brought pieces of joy. I spoke about how the Lord uh, brought pieces of joy in my life during that time, um, or during um, the pandemic, because you couldn't go out of your house. So that was like the isolation for me was starting to get to me. I had just moved to Connecticut. I didn't know anyone, and now I'm isolated. And I, I was looking for a job, and that had to all stop. And so I was going through my own um, battle. And so one of the one of the gifts that I received were rocks around the neighborhood that one of our neighbors were painting beautiful messages of hope and and things on on and peppered them all over our neighborhood and so everybody was out walking just to get out and so I was and the Lord told me to get out of my neighborhood so I get out of my neighborhood and I I'm this is how I meet my neighbors 
because through, you know, through taking walks, pandemic, and these beautiful spiritual rocks and um, that, that um, of messages of hope. But then I get your book in the mail, Jordan. And, oh, wow. That's amazing. It, that is awesome timing. Yes, yes. I don't know if I ever shared that. So I just want to thank you publicly for that because then I get your book, which um, was sort of like a backup to all of that to say now – You've already won that battle. The battle's already won. I was like, oh, my goodness. The battle is already won. But you have to choose to believe it and receive it. And then through the book, each chapter were resources and tools. And just through explaining your own experiences, um, you know, I was relating to a lot of those. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, like I didn't think of it that way. You give a spiritual perspective that um, was such a reminder to me. And then it made me go, you know what, I need to really get back with the Holy Spirit and invite him, you know, refresh my relationship with him. And your book really helped me to solidify and and to work with that. It really was truly a spiritual gift, and I do believe the Holy Spirit led you to send it to me. So I just want to thank you for that because I know that this that your book is going to help other people as they read it too. Because like you say in the book, it's not just from the pandemic, but this is everyday battles in your life. And there's it's in the everyday in, the, in all the little ways. Um, and, and you talk about it in, you know, in your book and then it's all backed up by scripture. So um, it's just so amazing. Like the whole, the whole theme of your book, though, it's very, um, it's storytelling, but it's also instructional, which I really love. So there's lots of room for notes. It's just, you can tell the Holy Spirit set that book up for you. So I, I wondered, um, did you just sit down and get a download and you write it in a day? Is it, was it based off of your trip and what you learned there? But it's amazing that it took all these years to write it. And I just love how the Lord developed it for you. Um, I love how he works in your life and in your sister's lives like that, that sometimes, and it's encouraging to know that it takes time sometimes. Isn't that yes. right? Do you find that, that it takes time? Oh, oh, 100%. I'd say probably the greatest, um, I don't know if you want to call it a lesson or just I don't know. The, the greatest thing I have learned through this eight-year journey of all of pursuing all of this has been patience. Really, the word patience, and you have to have that realization. Even in you know, as we've been talking a lot about receiving words from the Lord, that is can be a kind of a frustrating thing at first when you're first starting to step into hearing God's voice and you're, you know, discerning and questioning, but also you feel like a little bit of a responsibility and, you know, and it's not, it's not on us. It's the Lord. So he will release when he gives something and then he will release it in its right time. But I really had to learn that and not just with that, but in every area with this book, I mean, it, it took seven years to write and, you have to realize that it's not your timing that just because you receive a word or you're working on a big project or whatever it is God has assigned you, just because he's given you the vision and even if, if you're working diligently in the moment doesn't mean that that's the exact time that he's ready to release it. And I actually remember hearing from him. I was praying, you know, one one day a long, long time ago. 
And I was getting very frustrated with why, you know, it wasn't the time for my book to be released or you know, just a lot of doors were shutting on me. And he said, you may be ready, Jordan, but the world is not ready for what you have to say. Yet. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And, <laughs> yeah. And I'm, and I'm thinking, now look at this. The only time where, not the only time, of course, but now we're in this time where people with they really are looking to God and they are they're hungry in a way that they're hungry. Yes. They're hungry because of what is going on. And a lot of the things where we've all found security in are no longer. And so it, it is the time and I can see that now. And so, yes, it, it has definitely just bits and pieces. And I would get little, little stories throughout the, throughout the journey that I knew I needed to add to the book. I would just write them to the side or, scripture that I found that I thought was so important. I would just, you know, put that in my, keep them in my little note section on my phone and then add them into the book. And little by little, that's how, you know, it just kept growing. The book just kept growing and growing and until it, you know, pretty much contained everything I felt that it needed to be released. Why do you think it's important for us or why do you think it was important for the Lord to impress upon you through this message um, the importance of understanding our authority and position in God's army. Because I love you how you mm-hmm. call it God's army because we all are in God's army. And yeah. if we have, you know, if, we're, if we believe, then we're in God's army. And so why do you think it's important for, for the Lord to want us to understand um, uh, the importance of our authority and mm-hmm. how can we activate our authority? Yes. So this is, uh, this is huge. I believe that this is actually probably the key to really, as Jesus said, you know, in the Lord's prayer on earth, as it is in, in heaven, like bringing mm-hmm. the kingdom, you know, to earth, I believe this is the key. And I believe that, that the authority is also the key to most importantly, overcoming fear, which is the biggest thing mm. we're all facing mm-hmm. right now. And really, I, from what I personally have experienced and gathered is that this authority really only comes through and from the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit, what I have found, is something that is not talked about a whole lot, really. No. Like even no. within the church as a whole, I'm talking about, within the body of believers, I think I heard a pastor say this best once. He said, we have a a generation who is consumed and obsessed in a way with knowledge, like knowing, finding things out about God and and Jesus, but they, they don't know about the power that that brings. And so we, we can know, we can look everything up on our computers and laptops in in a second, but are we living it? Are we, are we really experiencing the power that the Holy Spirit, that authority that Jesus died to give us. And that's, I think that is the key to living our best lives and being conquerors of the battles that come our way in life because that Holy Spirit is the actual spirit that Jesus, when he died, he said, it's better that I go away. It's better I leave you because I'm going to send you a helper. And I always looked at it where, it was just one, and of course, I'm not saying we are Jesus. I'm just saying we're carrying his, his, he's given us his Holy Spirit to carry. So instead of just him on the earth, 
it now has been multiplied since he died to any believer who believes and receives that spirit. And like he said to the disciples, his last charge to them was go out and lay hands on the sick, watch them get healed, cast out mm. demons, you know, go preach the gospel with don't don't be afraid. I mean, we will have opposition, but that same power that he had to raise people from the dead, he has given us and even told us that we will do greater things than what he did. And I think that just that he says that statement because now there will be more of us with his spirit than just him carrying it alone. And that when we learn, really learn, and that takes really, I think it really just takes spending intimate time with God, like you Mm -hmm. and God, one-on-one, spending Mm -hmm. time not just praying to him, but listening to what he is speaking to you. And, you know, just that I, I think that's when we really learn what he wants to speak to us about our individual purpose, about the, you know, the authority that that, that his spirit with us gives us over anything we're going to face in our lives. And it gives us that, that confidence and, and courage. I'd say courage because we're, you're definitely, you know, we're not, we're not going to conquer everything. We're never going to conquer everything. Right. We are going to have the opposition, but we can walk through it boldly, I think, with that. You do. Have, you have to have um, courageous faith. Yes. You know, just like you're, you guys going out. Like one thing I wanted to ask you too about, like when you just took off for your tour, because you guys are pretty young, and, and you know, I'm 60, so yeah. you know, for me, I mean, this was seven, eight years ago, and you guys were in your like early 20s. What did your parents or your family? Did you guys have nine to five jobs that you just had to quit and just uh, this go? Was I mean, this was definitely a um, uh, a struggle, like just kind of deciding all of that because we did all work full time jobs when we were in Nashville, and that was actually the reason we found out that God wanted us to move home is because our parents they did support us with this, and it was it was hard for them at times. I mean, we definitely had our uh, they had their times of questioning, and we've had our battles, but through it all they did believe that this was of God and that we had to do this. And that's, you know, another reason I know that this was just set up. It was set up from God because we could never have done what we did if we we had to move back home with our parents. They actually have a, we have a family company, my parents do. So my sisters were able to work there, but have the flexibility to leave whenever we needed to. And then I was kind of released to to be all in for this. And it was a family. It's definitely a family affair. Our whole family has been part of this ministry, and it would not be possible without each person who has allowed this to happen. So we are very blessed and and lucky that that our parents were on board with this. But they, they sensed it, and they have been following they were right there with everything as it had all been happening, like hearing the, the supernatural stories through the years, and they knew something something was happening, even if they couldn't fully understand it. Well, I I was just I, I thought about that because I thought, you know what, that that's just jump that that truly is walking out in faith. <laughs> I mean, 
you know, just being able to, because I wondered about that. I'm like, gosh, you know, you have responsibility, you have jobs, you're you're all young women, and that's the other thing. You're all women, and you're all going off by yourselves, like just on this spiritual journey. It's just amazing to me um, how the Holy Spirit just kind of let mom and dad know, and, you know, every it's okay, this is for me, and to support you and all that. It's just, it's um it's just such a beautiful family story as well, I think, and, and just a testimony to um, all of your faith in the Lord and how he has grown it. And, of course, now they see um, what an amazing ministry um, he was unfolding in your family's lives. It's just it's just such – and I just love the testimony of how allowing the journey to take place and just be in the moment of it and not to have any um, expectations. I had to learn that because the Lord – would uh, had told me, um, you're not enjoying your journey. Enjoy your journey. Don't try and figure it out because I just kept trying to figure everything out. <laughs> you know, you have at least 10 years. That's what he told me. You have at least 10 years. You just enjoy the journey and I'll, and, and actually there was freedom in that because I didn't have to figure it out. The Lord had to figure it out. He had to yes. orchestrate things. <laughs> so. and it, it is so hard. It is the hardest thing to like fully trust that. I mean, we we had a hard time too. I mean, we as friends just thinking, is this really, what is this all leading to? You know, and at the point right. you really just blessed it because you can't see, but he does, it's that obedience. There is a scripture, I forget where, but it says, the obedience, uh, o- yeah. obedience is greater than sacrifice, even. And wow. it's a God, that's all God is looking for. And I remember when the Lord was telling us to return to leave Nashville and return to Baltimore. He actually had not revealed this mission to us at that point. All we were hearing was return home quickly. And we were thinking, this makes no sense. We just got to Nashville. We've only been here a year and a half. And so much momentum we felt was happening, just making connections and getting settled. I mean, it took a lot to get there. And now God's saying, turn around and go home. We said, we actually ignored it at first. We should have said And then it was when it was when we said yes, that that obedience mm-hmm. opened up. That's when he revealed the mission. And then we said, okay, wow, this, this makes <laughs> sense. And we were all fired up again. <laughs> Well, hindsight's twenty twenty. So then you can look back and understand why he had you there for that time. Like you said, it was just yeah. instructional. You know, you were there to train, and now the training was over. But you didn't understand that at the time. But it's through the obedience when you go back, and then then you then he gives yeah. you eyes to see that because you were exactly. obedient. And then yeah, so it's I had to learn all that too. It's like hindsight's twenty twenty. But you just you have to just um, walk that out in faith, and it is sometimes a moment by moment thing. Um, yes. Absolutely. Yes, it is. Well, unfortunately, that is all the time we have for today's show. I could talk to you for hours about all of this. Mm -hmm. It's so amazing. Um, Oh, me too, Gail. This has been so much fun talking with you. I just love any chance to share. It's it's really, really appreciated. So thank you. Well, you're very welcome. And thank you for coming to be with us. Um, I'm so proud of you and your sisters for the courage to answer the call the Lord's given you in the past few years. It, and it's such an encouragement to know that the battle is already won, but it's up to yes. us to believe yes. that we That's are never right. fighting alone. Yep. 
and to seek the help of the Holy Spirit so he can reveal the path the Lord has laid out for us. And you just went so beautifully in your book. And I know we didn't have time to talk about it, but you're having a drafted conference, which we'll, um, I'll promote for you in just a couple of minutes so people know where to go um, to check into that and to register. But Great. I would like to say you. you're very welcome. And I want to just say a quick prayer, if you don't mind, over you before we close out this portion of oh, the program. Oh, no, please. Yay. Okay, Lord, um, God bless you. God bless you for the courage, the faith, and the spiritual wisdom you have given Jordan Oliver. We thank you that she is willing to walk out her faith for the sake of emboldening others to seek the Holy Spirit in their own lives. Thank you for her leadership skills and the love and obedience she demonstrates every day for applying the Word of God and teaching it to all she encounters. We ask that you continue to prosper Bless and protect Jordan, her sisters, Madison and Taylor, and the entire Oliver family, and most especially, Triple Braided Cord Company. And we ask this in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Gail. That was beautiful. No, you're welcome. Well, do you feel as if you're fighting an uphill battle in your life? Remember, you have been drafted, and the battle is already won. Discover the Holy Spirit tools and resources you can follow toward your own spiritual journey and victory through Jordan Oliver's book, Drafted. To order your copy and to learn more about Triple Braided Core Company, simply visit their website at www.braidedcore.org. In addition, as a licensed minister, certified life coach, and professional speaker, Jordan is available to speak at your next event, school or business assembly, Bible study, Christian-based speaking engagement, or officiate at your next wedding or other life events. Contact Jordan through email to info at braidedcord.org. Grab a pen and paper and take note. On September 25th and October 16th, Triple Braided Core Company will be hosting their first drafted conference. To find out more and to register, visit their website at www.braidedcore.org forward slash conference. On social media, you can follow Jordan along with her sisters, Madison and Taylor Oliver of Triple Braided Core Company on Facebook and Instagram. The Up to Me Magazine show will be back next Saturday morning at 10 a.m. with another fabulous guest to inspire and educate you. So mark your calendars and meet me here at the Gabby G Cafe. And on behalf of Mel D and myself and the entire cast of Up to Me Radio, this is Gabby G saying take five this week and be inspired to ask yourself about your own Up to Me journey. Then come back and share it with us because you know what? It's your life, your journey. It's up to you. Take us out, Mel D, as we listen to our fabulous theme song, Wake Up, by Blessed Love Gospel Reggae Band. It's up to me to be the very best I can be. And it's up to you.
Cause you're worth it. 